Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show that stayed up late last night. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football A Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, or listening to us on the podcast, which i got to update, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the hero of last night's watch-along. <laughs> She is the pride of Kingsland. She is the she was voted best all around student at um, Oh Lord, are you Lano High School? Okay, like are you about to give <laughs> me like this crazy task that I'm it's gonna take years out of my life to do? Because that's the only time you're nice to me. She's the Duchess of the Dork, she's out <laughs> Howdy folks. Someone helped up. Peace lost it. You mm. stayed up too late last night. And she's in her bag right now. You know why? That's Matt Step, by the way. Hello. Hello. High School it's because Matt Step is here. <laughs> no, Pickle's in her bag because she's heading heading south. After she's heading yeah heading uh, to the homeland. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Trish and LP will be at the game tonight. All right at uh, yeah, Westlake and Trinity. Westlake Trinity. So they're going to come get some high school football action. And shout out Coach Dodge they for cr- the tickets. Yeah, shout out Coach Dodge. <laughs> it's it's Labor nice. Day weekend, so yeah. you know what happens on Labor Day weekend. Uh, the most elite of pickles makes uh, an appearance. <laughs> oh, no, dude, Lake I'm not. I'm not making my way over Wait, to the lake. What? No, we're no? going to stay in Austin because we're going to the. Uh, I'll be watching the UT game. Uh, no lake so pickle. Wow. I got to come back up Sunday because. I got scheduling and stuff. To What's do. even <laughs> this guy makes me job. work? <laughs> got a big girl job. What's even yeah. the point? Yeah, take no lake pickle. Oh, this is this it's rough. Line. It's rough. You might as well ball it up and throw it in the trash. <laughs> Today's Friday, September third, twenty twenty one. Eighty three days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday! I never do this. Uh, happy birthday he has to one job. Um, Charlie Sheen. Uh, this is episode 1,234. Oh, one, two, three, four. That's a number. That, I was waiting that for I you count. to realize I that. can count, too. On today's show, guys, we've got a few announcements, including the Mr. Tex Football Player of the Week, the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week, uh, as well as the we're going to round it all out with Helpful Honda Mailback Friday. So if you've got oh, questions yeah. about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, anything like that, 
let us know in the comments, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. We'll get to as many as we can. Uh, I'm going to make up a hard out for Step and say he has a hard out at 1245. I have a hard out at 1245. Yeah, Pickles got to hit the road. Oh, do you? I got to get to Austin, dude. Fella. That's just like 10 minutes, right? Mm, yeah, something like that. I got to have my first hit done by like 5. Mm. I got to... Sorry, what was that? Okay. I guess that means she's going to drive fast. I guess so. Uh, do we have first, fourth, third, or? Yes. It was uh, Blake Manning, Ed McElroy, Aaron Flynn, and Rob Hathaway. Welcome in, fellas. Excellent. Excellent. We do welcome you in, and we appreciate you guys hanging with us here on Texas Football Today. Pickle, are we okay to do this? We are so good. You sure? You're sure? Mm-hmm. Um, I, can, I can waste more time. Nope. Okay. That's fine. Folks, Derry, uh, I'm sorry. Folks, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, in conjunction with the Texas Bowl, is proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas. Every Monday, TexasFootball.com will announce 10 candidates for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. We even leave it up to you. Voting is open at TexasFootball.com. We received thousands upon thousands of votes, but there can only be one. The Week 1 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week is... Double drum roll. Boom. Love it. Christian quarterback Bax Townsend, who Great put name. up 18 of 24 for 246 yards and four touchdowns passing, added 101 yards and a three touchdowns on the ground for Lubbock Christian. Congratulations to all the nominees. San Antonio Southside quarterback Richie Torres, Tyler Chapel Hill quarterback Tyler Jones, Ferris running back Derek Willis, Dangerfield quarterback and linebacker D. Lewis. Uh, this was Yorktown quarterback Drew Alexander. <laughs> Newton, Sorry, Coach Caffey. Newton running back DeAnthony Gatson. El Paso Jefferson quarterback and defensive back Nathan Alcala. Uh, El Paso Riverside running back uh, Joseph Guardado. And Bridgeland quarterback Connor Wigman. But a very special congratulations to the Week 1 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week. Love it, Christian quarterback, Bax Townsend. Well-deserved young man. And, uh, yeah, I guess we should explain. the. Uh, we listed the Shamrock court. There's a, there's a really, actually, a very Matt Step explanation for this. Would you like to hear it? I would. So, so we originally listed uh, a player of the week nominee as Shamrock quarterback Drew Alexander. Mm-hmm. There may be a Drew Alexander in Shamrock. I don't know. He's not the quarterback there. No, no. Um, there are There is a Coach Caffey. Um, Jeff Caffey is at – there's – one Caffey's at Yorktown. It's uh, John David John Caffey. David Caffey. And Jeff Caffey, his brother, is at Shamrock. I talked to Jeff Caffey on, I think, Friday morning, because mm-hmm. Shamrock played on Thursday. I talked to Jeff Caffey Thursday, and he goes, oh, yeah, I'm going to send you Player of the Week nomination. I got one. And then John David Caffey sends me an email with his quarterback, and I just uh, see Caffey in the email uh, and just assume – that's, so it's my bad. So, you know yeah. what assuming does. Yes, and that's what it did. So apologies to the fine folks of Yorktown. Yes, <laughs> we fixed it. I, I fixed yeah, we it. fixed it. Like it was like Monday afternoon or something. Yeah, we fixed so. it. But yeah, we announced. So there you go. Mea culpa. There's that. Yeah. All right. One more thing to do, pickle. Actually, two more things. I think. Yes. If you got the other Mm-mm. one. You don't have the other one. No. Okay. That's not on me. Derry Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, TexasFootball.com staff will nominate four deserving assistant coaches for the Derry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week and let fans decide on the winner via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Derry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Year decided at season's end. The results are in. We have a winner. Your week one. Dairy Max, built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week is... Oh, step was late. LaVia Offensive Coordinator Joseph Garcia. 
After a truncated season due to COVID-19 that saw the Cardinals play just three games, LV came out firing on opening night, beating Progresso 62-3 to for their best single-game scoring output since 2013. Taking down the mighty red ants. Uh, 100%. And, and You don't just walk into Progresso. You do not. Absolutely. Everyone knows this. Congratulations to all the nominees. Pasadena Adobe Defensive Coordinator Cody Blanchard, uh, Dallas Hillcrest Offensive Coordinator Jonathan Rader, and Paris Defensive Coordinator Brandon Hampton. But a very special congratulations to the Week 1 Dairy Max, built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week, Via offensive coordinator Joseph Garcia, two A beating out six A, five A, four A. That's some uh, some good voting there, Lavia. The yeah. Valley showing up. That's right. And by the way, all of our poll those are all fan votes. When we make these nominations, yeah. we don't pick who wins. Yeah. It's a fan vote. So oh, yeah. some comments about well, this this guy should have won this vote. This guy, it's a fan vote. So it's not up to us. Yeah, we don't pick the winner. If it was up to us, I would win every award. Yeah. Mm, no. <laughs> Congratulations to Olivia off the coordinator, Joseph Garcia. Pick one last thing. Takis is the presenting sponsor of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Sustainability Champions Award, spotlighting influential kids looking to pursue a career uh, focused on social, environmental, and economic well-being for our future. Today's game, a spotlight game of the week, features Denton Geyer and Denton Ryan. Perhaps you've heard of these two programs. Uh, where we'll be spotlighting two, our two Sustainability Champions Awards, Abby Luna at Denton Geyer and Abby Kirk at what? Denton. It's a night uh, of Abbeys in Denton, man. Big, big, ab- big Abby energy there in Denton. <laughs> um, thank you to Takis for your support of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Sustainability Champions Award. For more information, visit texasfootball.com. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells, And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. All right. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Thursday night. But if you got questions for Mailback Friday, get them on the comments. High school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel. If you got games you want to yep. ask Matt stuff about, please Pickle's do. Pickle's got a heart out, so. She does, so. Yeah, 1245. Get them in. We're shutting this thing get down. On the, get on the comments. But first, let's talk a little bit about last night. Um, so last night, we had an event here in the, at the studio. Yeah. We did the uh, the second, I believe? Yes. The Your first. No. Uh, I was here for the first one. Oh, were you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. Our watch-along. <laughs> Our watch-along. Time has no meaning. I know. Watch-along, where we... Uh, sat around with myself, Ashley Pickle, Ishmael Johnson, and our good buddies at 247 Sports, Gabe Brooks and Mike Roach, were nice enough to join us and eat our pizza and watch the game good. between Dickinson and Ridgepoint, which ended up being a banger. A Fun great game. game. I feel <laughs> good about that because I was the one who was kind of convincing you to do that uh-huh. game. So I feel pretty good. I was yeah. I was following the game closely while I was at mm-hmm. my game because I was like, I hope they have a good game. That's always the most nerve-wracking thing when you suggest a game for someone and yeah. then you're like, oh, it turned out oh, right. Thanks, I know because we've all done that. We've all been like, yeah. you need to go to this game. It'll game. be great. And it's like 44 to 10. Yeah, and, and like, it was like, oh, ooh, sorry. Now <laughs> this game was back and forth. Ridgepoint looked great. Um, I think they got the juice, man. I think that team's really good. Um, Bert was fantastic. And, and now they've got yeah. two big wins. Yeah, oh. Pearland and Ridge Point. I mean, Pearland and Dickinson back to back for Ridge Point. That's pretty heady stuff for the Panthers. And people forget they made the regional finals last year. Yeah, like they're not coming out of nowhere. They're mm-hmm. a really good team. I think this the oxygen in the room gets sucked out by North Shore and Katy, mm-hmm. and even Atascosa to a certain degree. Even though Ridge Point beat Atascosa in the playoffs last yeah, year. Yeah, most certainly it was a. Fantastic game, and in fact, if you missed the watch along, we were watching on you, you watch along on Facebook. We had a very good time. Uh, here's a, a sample of the kind of nonsense that you missed uh, with a big play from Bert Emanuel Jr. <laughs> <laughs> My oh oh Bert! Oh, there he goes. Go Bert! Oh, hit the gas! Oh! 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 Bert Emanuel says 
See ya. That's a rock out punch. Wow. Send the ridge point graphic out in the text. Let's go. That is why you have him on your football team, folks. I think he can probably play somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so we Mike, had a good time. Ooh, we ooh. had a good time last night with our with our buddies Mike Roach, Gabe Brooks, uh, Ishmael Johnson, Ashley Pickle, and myself. Um, sitting around watching Dickinson and Forking Richmond. We're gonna try to do that more often. Uh, not every week, obviously, because you know we have families. Yeah. But um, but we're gonna try to do that every so often and uh, get new guests in. We've got a uh, we've got a, a you know I think we've got a, a couple of uh, a couple of names in in, in the hopper. Yeah. I know we got a state champion coach, head mm-hmm. coach, a Who's former it? state champion head coach who was interested in coming in. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. interested in it, so uh, you know we can a nice little tease. Exactly right. So we got so we, we we're really excited about that. You were in Cayuga I for was. Mildred and Cayuga for some reason. <laughs> yes, because uh, I wanted to never never seen a game in Cayuga before. Never seen Cayuga. The, person, the house so. trail and shed built. The yes. stadium looked really. It looked yeah. cool, like it's a cool, cool little, little yeah. like yeah, little yeah. little. The small town vibe. Stadium. You had the small town PA guy who talked too much. Oh, <laughs> to yeah. the, it was to the point he was Put talking him so on much blast. Where, the, where the Cayuga coaches are on the sidelines and they can't hear each other. He's like, I forgot what the PA guy's name is, but he's like, tell so and so to quit talking. I can't hear the play call. <laughs> <laughs> That's the play. The PA guy is talking the whole. Was time. he doing? Was he doing like play by play? Oh, a little bit of play-by-play oh. and a little bit of community. It was the community bulletin board was going on. He was talking about, you know, what was going on at the First Baptist Church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and and the project graduate project graduation was a big player. And the junior high volleyball team. And it, it so My we favorite were, thing and, about and, the... And it was not limited to between plays, is what you're saying. No, it was a constant stream. And my favorite thing is 99% of the time they've got such a big uh chunk of dip in their mouth that you yeah. can barely it's uh-huh. a lot of muffle yeah so it was yeah it was, it was funny so it was you know it was a good time it was a small mm-hmm. town the game was not great um it was not it was very sloppy um lots of penalties lots of flags it was 14 to nothing mildred so it wasn't uh it wasn't aesthetically the most pleasing football game in the world but i'm glad i went um. So Ali- sorry. <laughs> did you did crapping you, on Mildred? And Ka- I'm not crapping on. It was. It was I, mean, I think both coaches would agree. It wasn't. It wasn't a. It wasn't a sparkling. Did you get to eat anywhere good? Football. No. Um, nothing out there. No. Well, nothing. In there's. No, I don't think there's a place to eat in Cayuga. Uh, <laughs> maybe Miss Bertha's house. Miss Miss Bertha was the lady at the. Fr- I mean, that, that, if that's not East Texas. Yeah, it's East Texas. Coach was like, "Oh yeah, just go tell Miss Bertha you're here." And I said, "Hey, are you Miss Bertha?" And she was like, "Yeah, honey." And I said, "Well, I'm Matt Step with Dave Campbell." She's like, "Oh, okay, come on in." So, so thanks. <laughs> shout out. Ms. She didn't shout, shout out Miss Bertha. I bet the best place to eat in Cayuga is Miss Bertha's house. So what? <laughs> so what you're saying is that she is that Miss Bertha was not really. She wasn't super like looking really close at your credential to make sure it was no. real. No, I don't mm-hmm. think she was paying too much. Yeah, she's getting her so. magnifying glass out. You run it through like a scanner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really. You have to <laughs> fill you out phony. an online credential yeah. request. There was a place I wanted to eat in Corsicana, but um, I just I was running a little bit late, mm-hmm. so I didn't want to. Um, so elsewhere across the state last night, some Thursday night action. Edinburgh Vela beat Harlingen. You see that? Very strong yeah. read for Vela. Woo. I think that's a that's a that's a statement to the value mm-hmm. that we're that Vela is the team to beat in the Rio Grande Valley. I think that that's right. Louisville put it on Keller Timber Creek in the game. Very impressive, considering Timber Creek pushed Rockwall Heath the week before. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty nice win for Louisville. Louisville, I've, I've told you, I said, it, I think farmers. I said it on Teppen Step, our pre, our preview edition. I was like, buy season tickets to Louisville. They're going to be fun. They're going to score a lot of points. Oh yeah, they're 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 they they're, might be the, they're they, high flying. They might be the highest scoring team in the state right now. I mean, yeah. they're like through two games. You know, obviously a lot of games tonight. Uh, San Antonio Brennan stayed perfect. They beat Church Clemens. They you know they're uh, in DFW area. Uh, South Lake Carroll comes back to beat Rockwall Heath. Yeah. Um, 
they yeah, were Rock down. Ball, he had them dead to rights. They did. But, you know, 19 unanswered. I, I say blame Nick Harris because he sent out the H uh, way too quick on the trigger there, <laughs> sending out the H to the crew. You got messed up. That's a, I mean, it's back-to-back weeks Harris has really struggled. In, 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 <laughs> and we're in week Yeah, I mean, week two. two and, you know, week one, <laughs> he goes to two different stadiums before he finds the right stadium <laughs> The third on the third try. And then this week he, he, he shoots down his alma mater by um, – by jinxing things by sending out the H tweet a little too quick. So. I think we got this backwards on the site, but uh, Corp or rather Alito beat uh, beat uh, Frisco Lone Star forty five thirty five. That one came down to the wire. That game. That Let's game, fix that on the site real quick. That came down to the wire, and um, and I believe Lone Star was like driving for the win. Mm-hmm. But the the headline out of this one, unfortunately, is I mean, well, Alito obviously a great win for them. Don't take anything away yeah. from the Bearcats. Very good win over a you know a top ten uh, the Frisco Lone Star team. But apparently, Frisco Lone Star quarterback Garrett Rangel went down in this game, and um, and it it seemed you know reports were that it was some sort of leg injury. Uh, there, so hopefully he's he can. Yeah. He hopefully can, it's not too serious. Yeah, he can hopefully come back. Jerry, his father, liked one of our watch along tweets last night. Like after that happened, so I have good hope that okay. it's yeah, yeah. not Nothing as serious, serious as right. it, I'll as tell you it what, could have been. I, you know, Alito jumped out really quick on Lone Star. I think it was twenty eight seven at halftime, mm-hmm. and Lone Star made a run. So shout, you know, that's I, I think that's that's a feather in Lone Star's cap. They that they made a run at Alito, but that's a really impressive showing from yeah. Alito. Hundred so, percent. Um, um, you come at the king, you better not miss. And they're they're still the kings in five AD two. Okay, so last week, Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial. <clears throat> Can I puff my chest out on this one? Sure. So I pickle. They've, I don't they've, step. They've, they've farted around <laughs> against Alice. They, there's no, there's no. I'm, I, I, I like Corpus Christi Vets a lot. They farted around against Alice. Yeah. There's no two ways about it. They did not fart around last night against Corpus Christi Miller. No, they. Uh, yeah, I mean, I picked Miller to win the game. And it did not work out well. I for think me. I took vets. You did. You took vets. You took vets. I but, have screenshots. Yeah. So hey, look. Of me being right. Credit to vets. Uh-huh. I mean, here's the thing: it, it's one of it's it's either Alice is a lot better than we think. Vets just laid an egg in week one and they're fine, or maybe Miller's not as good as we thought, it, or maybe a little bit of all three here. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's a yeah, yeah. solid yeah. So combination. It's a couple, it's a couple yeah. of things. So uh, credit to vets. They came out and took it to Miller. Their offense was humming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they scored 48 in the first half. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's a. That's a pretty strong pace. Um, so, you know, credit to Vets. Um, we'll see what happens with Miller. I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to call Alice over Miller just yet, Ruben Hernandez. But I think, it's, I think comparing scores, you got to look at it and be like, okay, well, at least Alice has got a puncher's chance in that game. And I know last year Alice struggled. There was a lot of COVID issues. Alice struggled most of the year to even get their season mm-hmm. off. So they had a more normal offseason. Coach Atwood was pretty excited about the ball club. So I, I think the gap is absolutely closed there. Mm-hmm. I would still favor Miller. And we'll see what I'll see Miller in a couple of weeks against La Vega. We'll see if they bounce back. But credit, yeah. credit to Vets. I think Vets is letting everyone know in Region Four they're still 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 around. We're still here. Yeah, hundred um, percent. This caught my eye last night. Um, th- maybe maybe this is maybe I'm the only one who noticed it. But uh, but Axel beat Bremond. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. Bremond's zero two now. Bremond's zero two. Uh, Bremond was a thirty five point favorite in this game yeah. on our computer. Some I don't, now you never know two division two and especially with. The Pandy, yeah. Um, if well, they were without Bremond, lost a Division One recruit, mm-hmm. that, you know, Dre Bledsoe, mm-hmm. and he left Bremond and went yeah. to Marlin. Now, I mean, he's not he's in, ineligible, but he's not playing for Bremond, right? So that um, doesn't help. And finally, today's sad story here on Texas Football Today. Um, I got a tweet last night. This was or yesterday afternoon, uh, directed at myself and Craig Way. And let me see if I can find the, um, let me see if I can find the tweet. Um, Come on. Um, 
uh, okay, so basically, it was from it was from the um, it was from the account that runs the Pettis Eagles account. Okay, mm-hmm. they were talking about the Pettis Eagles, the mighty Pettis Eagles, um, and they wrote they they sent me a tweet and Craig and said, "Hey, if we win tonight, if we win, yeah, it says we want to mention on the horn, Craig's station, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. high school scoreboard live if we snap our twenty eight game losing streak in San Antonio tonight." And I told them, I was like, "You got it." You guys win, I'll shout you on the air. San Antonio YMLA six Pettis two. No Pettis. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, not Pettis. Luling. Um, Luling. Luling. Yeah, YMLA, Luling. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think Pettis had their game canceled. Yeah, I think that's right. I, I was looking at that, but yes, it was Luling. San Antonio YMLA six Luling two. I will. I want to give a shout out to uh, Anthony Chris and Sam Houston. That was a great win for Sam Houston. Yeah. Over, over Mansfield Timberview. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was yeah. a great win for the Texans. And so shout wh- out, Coach. Chris. And one other thing, one other one I want to make sure. And I, I tweeted about this lately last night, so you, you might have missed it. But shout out to uh, Katie Maid Creek. Uh, Katie Maid Creek brought home their first uh, a, a win last night as they beat Cy Lakes thirty five fourteen. And there's a cool video I retweeted. Uh, they gave the game ball to Coach Jay Jensen, his first head coach, his first win as head coach. He's back at his alma mater mm-hmm. there at Maid Creek. That's awesome. Very cool uh, to to get his first win there. And uh, that game very, is on Texan Live if you want to go back and watch it. Very exciting. <laughs> good, good, good lateral team. There you go. And hey, uh, tune in Saturday, Texan Live. Oh my God. Yeah, I heard uh, some weird guys doing color yeah, commentary. Yeah, yeah. That's that will be. Who me. put that on the schedule? I don't know who did that. <laughs> poor, Ga- poor Gavin Murray. Got to deal with <laughs> me on Saturday night. And with that, it's time for helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. The North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score some great deals on award-winning Hondas. Stop by your helpful Honda dealer today, or visit ntxhondadealers.com to learn more. You the North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score some lifestyle romance travel. Get them in on in the comments. We got about twenty minutes to answer yeah. as many questions as you got. Uh, we will get there. Uh, you know anything you got? Matt so. Step romance expert. Matt has never Matt's, been said. Matt's, never been uttered. Matt Step's <laughs> romance expertise. Uh, make sure you tap into this wealth of knowledge over here. Um, Pickle, do we have any questions? Yes, let's go with a game that I know we are all super excited to, for tonight. Kind of over in the Austin area, Quero and Wimberley. This is the this is the Matt Step pick to click. Yeah, this is this yeah. is this I is preview may, it. This is maybe the game. Is it fair to say that if you could tell if you could tell anybody to teleport to any game, this might be the one tonight? Yeah, it's it's, it's up there for sure. This is one of the ones. It's top five game of the week for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you can read my read my thoughts in the preview. So yeah, if you're not a subscriber, please subscribe and read the TexasFootball. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll say this: I like Wimberley. I think Quero is going to push him, which is a good sign for Quero on the road. But I, I like Wimberley. Yeah, Wimberley so consistent and like you know exactly what you're getting and they 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 are and i mean what i say when i say this they are such a measuring stick in the sense that like you know how good they're going to be how you match up about them is an accurate measurement of where you are and so for cuero if they go out there and they beat wimberley or they are into that game late into the fourth quarter maybe they get edged you know on the road and stuff like that then like the arrow's pointing up for Quero. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. And Quero's going to get better as the year mm-hmm. goes along. They're still, they're still fairly young. This is the really the, probably the one of the one the more the most marquee game they've probably played in since Jordan Whittington in the state championship. Yeah, game. I mean the last couple of years they, they they made the playoffs last year, but we really didn't. This is like a big game for Quero. Yeah. This is kind of this. I think it's a perfect way to put it a measuring stick against a very consistent Wimberley team. Yeah, um, my money's on Wimberley still, but I think Quero does push them. 
Mm-hmm. We will have uh, highlights of that on Valley Sports Southwest tonight. So thanks, Pickle. Tune in. All right. Um, up next, let's go. Your thoughts on Cy Woods and Katie. Katie. The uh, train <laughs> is gonna yeah. roll. Well, Cy Woods is solid. That's a solid Cy yeah. Fair ISD team. They're not gonna be a pushover, but but this is but this is just a KD team that's on a different level. Again, I mean, if you come at the king, <laughs> exactly right. Like they're they're just they're they're on such a different level right now. And I like this Cy Woods team. I think they're I think they're a playoff team. I don't know. Yeah, sure. they're in a t- that yeah. district. I think they're in the same district, district with Cy Ran- Ranch, Bridgeland, and Cy Park. Yes. So that's a really deep district. But I think Cy Woods is a solid team. Yeah, I think so. It should be. I think they'll be competitive for you know I, I could see them being competitive for a half, but I, mm-hmm. I think KD wins comfortably. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's probably true. I think that this game might be like, you know, maybe it's 21-7 at halftime mm-hmm. or something, then Katie stands on the gas in the second half, so yeah. something like that. All right, what's next, Pickle? Um, let's go with a game that might be flying under the radar a little bit, but Salado at Grandview. This is flying under the radar. Yeah, I don't know what to make of this game because Grandview beat Mal- Malakoff last week, but Malakoff's lost a ton. Mm-hmm. I really don't know where Grandview stands because they lost – you know they're a little more. They've been consi- more consistent than Malakoff even before Dane Yench was there. But I don't. I just don't. I don't know what to make of it. I. Salado I rolled last yeah, week. Yeah, Troy's not good. No. Yeah. I don't make too much of them beating Troy by sixty-two. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think tro- Troy's Troy's way down. The, the, you know, Zakharbacek is not walking through that door anytime soon in Troy. By uh, the way, so speaking of Zakharbacek, if you were watching Sam Houston beat Northern Arizona last night. Did he get some run? He got some run. There you go. Our there boy, go. our boy Zach Rabachik. I'll I'll pick Salado. I'm I'm not gonna make too much of Salado. Like I said, drilling Troy just because I, I don't think Troy's very good. It's probably a fifth or sixth place mm-hmm. team. Um, but I I I don't I don't really know what to make of Grandview. So yeah. I'll, I'll give the edge to Salado here, but I th- I think it'll be a close competitive game. Yeah, this would be one of those things that if if one of these teams comes out and just like. Molly wops the other team. Yeah, and they, I, you know, and they they really take it to them. Then it's like, okay, then you set up like if Grandview goes out there and they romp mm-hmm. over over Slater, then it's like, okay, maybe Grandview's got a little something. Mm-hmm. Maybe that and, and maybe by proxy, you know, Malakoff's a little better than we thought, and the, the rebuild's going a little bit better. So a lot to learn. It's it's just really important to remember that this is still week. It's still week two, and we just there's still just so much we don't know, and we don't want to like overreact. Yeah, um, it's better. I've found in my my time here it's better to underreact than overreact yeah. and be like let's wait for more data and so that's that's why this week i think is important because it'll kind of solidify or kind of dispel thoughts that we had in the first week mm-hmm. what's next pickle let's head out to the big country what is your thoughts on sweetwater and jim ned and tuscaloosa they're tonight? probably gonna, they're in tuscaloosa Tus- tuscola. Tuscola. tuscola come on pickle <laughs> Oops. I was gonna say. I was gonna say that. Yeah, I said it, and I was like, "That's hey, not good, right." You know, good for them playing neutral site. <laughs> I, uh, I literally said Friday, it, and I was like, "That I presume mm, that's that, not right." That weird barbecue they have out. That, that, isn't that where they have the, the white barbecue yes. sauce? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Isn't that more community. like a horseradish I don't know, type but sauce? Base sauce. What the hell? Um, <laughs> what are we doing, people? What are we really doing so, here? So Sweetwater got beat by uh, Stevenville. Beat the brakes off of. Beat them. Let's just be honest. That was a blowout. Um, and Jim Ned looked good in their opener in their in the beginning of their title defense. I would expect, especially at home, Jim Ned is. Were they at home last week, or is this their first home game? They were at home last week. Yeah. Jim Ned was at home. Okay, uh, against Ballinger. Yeah, yeah. Um, they lost to him the week uh, yeah. before. I, yeah, they did beat uh, lose. Ballinger lost a lot, mm-hmm. and they had COVID this week and couldn't play. Um, I think Jim Ned's going to handle Sweetwater. I think I think, I think it'll be close. Sweetwater will score points on Jim Ned. Um, that off Leo Holsley. 
Um, but I know Sweetwater's been dealing with a few. They've been dealing with some. I know they got banged up pretty good in their scrim, one of their scrimmages, and I think they may have had some guys out with COVID last week and you know that kind of thing. So um, I think Sweetwater will be more competitive this week. But I, Jim Ned's still the team to beat out that way in three A Division One, and they're playing a four A D two. Give the edge to Jim Ned. I, yeah. I, I don't know if anyone from Sweetwater is going to be able to consistently tackle Xavier Wishart. I tend mm-hmm. to agree. I tend to agree, and especially. You know, a team that if if Sweetwater is dealing with injury issues and they're dealing they're they're dealing with a, a less than full roster, you want to talk about a guy who's going to eat in the fourth quarter. Xavier, yeah. that's a guy who he gets better as the game it's goes. The, it's the old Novocaine thing, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it just it's the like the time it'll work. Those those three four yard runs are turning into six eight yard mm-hmm. runs and, and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I like Jim Ned in that one as well. What's next, Pickle? Let's go with big Saturday night action in Houston, Shadow Creek and Bridgeland. Will we see maximum bears again? I think so. Um, Step looks bullish on this. Uh, I'm, I think Shadow Creek. Let's let's not let, let's not you know hit the panic button on Shadow Creek. No, 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 no. Right. Not. They 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 played North Shore last week. Yeah. And North Shore is still. North Shore. <laughs> Defensively, North Shore may have the best defense in the state of Texas, regardless of classification this year. So they, they're not going to look great against North Shore. Is, is Shadow Creek as good as they were a couple of years ago? Absolutely not. But I, I do think Bridge, Bridgeland's defense is not North Shore's defense. Agreed. Hard <laughs> I agreed. I do think Shadow Creek will – it, this is going to be a close game. I I like Bridgeland. I think Bridgeland wins, but it's going to be a it's going to be close. I think I think so too. And I think this is another example of like you've got to you've got to take into context. Like the computer has this as an eighteen point game. This is not an eighteen point game. I don't think so. Because if it is, I'll be the, surprised. But the computer's really, in my opinion, they're looking at what Bridgeland did last week, and they're saying, "Holy cow, look at this!" Mm-hmm. Like you know, this is the new normal for Bridgeland. I think that that offense is still going to cook. They're still going to hum. But I do think I'm interested in seeing. Because I think is it fair to say I think the sh- we think the Shadow Creek defense is going to be better than the Klein Kane defense. Yes. Yes. So then this is a good test for Bridgeland. I still like Connor Wigman and company to win this game, but mm-hmm. it's going to be very. This is one of those games that it would not be a surprise if Shadow Creek bounced back and went one and one and zero, oh, or you know went one moved to one and one, and then suddenly everyone's like, oh man, you know was was the Klein Kane game a flash in the pants? Like no, it's these are probably still probably two really good these teams. These are two evenly. I mean, we have yeah. them very close in the 6A rankings. Mm-hmm. I, I give a slight edge to Bridgeland, but it'll be a close game. Yeah, that's my, I think my that's, prediction. I think that's fair. What's next, Pickle? Um, let's go out east here and go with a game that was uh, scheduled this week with Wascom and uh, Timpson. You're welcome. Uh, this I, I, helps, <laughs> I actually help schedule. This that is game. a Matt Step production. Yes. Uh, Matt Step matchmaking. Uh, Hopefully the check that is, is a in the banger mail. of a game. Yes. Hopefully the check's um, good work on this. Thank you. Because this you. game's awesome. Yeah, and it is. This game rules. It's a great. <laughs> so here's the thing about Timpson. You look at Timpson's schedule. Their their non district they their non district was scheduled two years ago when I, I don't think Timson thought they'd be very good mm-hmm. and basically before they realized they had Terry Bussey yeah because <laughs> they're they played Frankston last week they're Ooh. playing Mount Enterprise next week Ooh. they're playing Sims Bowie and Price Car Sims Bowie and Carlisle are okay but they're division they're not I'm gonna look this up the, I can see I can see like their what their projected they're, schedule they're projected as a 68 point favorite so so. Timson needs a test. If Timson is going to play with Refurio or Shiner or anyone in Region 4, they needed this game. 100%. And I think it's a great test because everybody I've talked to out in East Texas says Wascom is the real deal and they are better than what they were last year. Yes. I'm buying in on Wascom. I talked to Brandon Alvarez at Garrison who played, you know, head coach Brandon Alvarez at Garrison who played Wascom last week and he goes, he goes, Wascom's better than last year. Mm -hmm. He goes, they are 
they are every bit a state title contender. And so this is a great test. I think Wasson's going to win the game. They're a bigger school. Yeah, they sh- I think, and they, I should think they should win should. this game. But I think this is going to be the kind of game Timpson is going to need to play mm-hmm. if they want to get over that region four hump. No, so. I, I entirely agree. But you're right. Like, for example, um, in the early going, like, so right now the computer's got this as a, as a five-point game. Or it's five-point game. Wasson is a five-point favorite. Every other game on their schedule... Timpson is at least a 25-point yeah. Yeah. favorite. So they need this game. They need this, this. Is, this is what they need. And, and by the way, that includes Garrison, who we yeah. think is pretty darn good. Yeah. And that includes Joaquin, who we think is pretty darn good. Yeah. But, like, Timpson needs to be pushed, mm-hmm. especially before they get to those games where, you know, they're playing Garrison and Timpson or Garrison and Joaquin, who are going to push them in district. Yeah. Um, because going and smashing Mount Enterprise next week is just not going to do – Not going to help them. Not going to help them a ton. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's important. All right, what's next, Pickle? All right, we'll go down to the Austin area, Trinity and Westlake. Do you have any thoughts? Uh, yeah, the, the specific question is what's the X factor for Trinity to beat Westlake? And I think Coach said it perfectly earlier this week. He was like, we just we can't beat ourselves. He was like, if we can look up at the scoreboard at the end of the game and go, well, we didn't we lost, but we didn't beat ourselves, I think that's huge. Because I, he was like, Westlake is good enough to beat us anyway, so we can't beat ourselves. If Trinity doesn't get in Cade Klubnik's face, this game is over before mm-hmm. it starts. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because I like the, I like a lot of things about this Trinity team, but their secondary is only fine, right? Not not the strength of the defense. It's not the strength <laughs> of the defense. The strength of the defense is in the front seven. Mm-hmm. They've got to get pressure on Klubnik. If if you let him sit back and pick you apart, he's going to throw a 450. Yeah. yeah. Because he's Kate Klubnik, he's a he's a Clemson. Because he's, right? yeah, he's going to Clemson. Right. I mean, he's he's incredible, and so that's the biggest thing. If they do not, uh, they've got to pressure him. On the other side of the ball, I mean, we're going to find out exactly how grown up this Westlake defense is in a hurry. Yeah. Because yeah. they're they're going to play some big boy britches football mm-hmm. tonight. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think for Trinity to win, they've got to win first down. Offensively, Trinity needs to get in second and medium. They can't be in second and eight, second and nine. It's not not what they do. And defensively, they've got to get to Clubnick. If mm-hmm. they don't get to Clubnick, it's game over. They're not going to outscore Westlake. No. So they got to get to Clubnick. So that's the thing if you're watching for in this game, uh, Pickle. Uh, how Trinity does on first down, they're consistently in second and four, mm-hmm. second and five. And if they're getting pressure on Clubnick, not just not necessarily sacking him, but if they can rush him, move him off his spot, make him uncomfortable in the pocket, then I think they got a shot. Yeah, that's going to be the biggest thing. Um. Yeah, should be a fun game. I'm. I'm. I'm jealous. You're. You're not. Yeah, fun. I'm pumped about it. No doubt. Yeah. Um. Let's go with Salina versus Paris. Quite the we clashing probably, styles there. <laughs> we probably haven't talked enough about what Salina did last week. Um, they yeah, they, what's up, Melissa? All the, all the Melissa people were in my Menchies all before <laughs> I picked Salina, and then they, they all, the mentions all of a sudden stopped. And I picked. I picked Melissa. I picked Melissa. Boy, Salina. Impressive second half. Good. And by mm-hmm. the way. By the way, this is a Salina team, a Salina program that under Bill Elliott has traditionally not started hot. No. Like, traditionally, they have well, been— Well, have you seen their non-district schedule? They, that, too. <laughs> it's insane. And they've been one of those teams that, like— <laughs> they like, 1-4 last yes, year in non-district? They yeah. Always, they, always, yeah. they always end up in, in like— they always end up going to the district at like two and three, yeah, or something mm-hmm. like that. Be- and not they because they're bad, difficult. but because they're just playing like the Dallas Cowboys every week. Yeah, and Paris is a tough Paris challenge. Is one of those. Mm-hmm. I mean, Paris, 
Paris is legit. They play um, weird ball. <laughs> they they have a ton of speed. They're athletic. They've got a vet. Luke Hohenberger at quarterback. It mm-hmm. seems like he's there. He's he's now in his 16th year leading <laughs> that offense. Um, so Paris is a wing T team, but with Hohenberger in that experience, they will throw it a little bit. They went to state seven on seven this year, mm-hmm. so they can throw it when they need to. That big Salina, Paris though is smallish on the defensive side of the ball, and Salina has a very old school Salina offensive mm-hmm. line. They are big and physical, and I just wonder in the fourth quarter if can Paris's def- the front mm-hmm. seven for Paris hold up against that big Salina offensive line. That's what I would be. Watch- I like. I th- I'm going to pick Salina in a close one. That's that's the key to that game. I can Paris's I- defense hold up in the fourth quarter when Salina has been leaning on them for 36 minutes? I think I like Salina too. And by the way, talk about just a stark difference in styles that you're facing mm-hmm. from week one to week two. Like you go from Melissa, <laughs> which is like <laughs> high flying, high, four and five wide, every play out takes yep. red, going against this wing T. Yeah. Paris, that Paris just pounds and grounds. <laughs> Paris will have 12 different guys carry the football. Team. Yeah, I guarantee. It's like it's it's yeah. So it's a huge, huge different kind of test. What's next, pickle? All right, uh, let's go with Step. What was your thoughts on the U.S. World Cup last night? I mean, it wasn't great, but you get points on the road in world in, in Central America to even get a point on. I didn't even see world how it finished. Quali- it was zero zero. Um, and we Is have. I mean, it was most of those guys' first World Cup qualifier, and you had to play it in that raucous atmosphere in El Salvador. So, I'm not. I mean, would I've liked for them to get three points and got the win? Absolutely, but I'm not hitting the panic button. You get a point. the The formula to qualifying for the World Cup is win at home, draw on the road. Mm-hmm. They held serve. They drew on the road. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's not now. If they lose to Canada on Sunday or draw against Canada on Sunday, then I'm hitting the panic button because you're you, they're at home. Mm-hmm. You got to get three points. You got to win Sunday against Canada. Yeah. All right. And no, I'm not torn. I know it. I saw somebody <laughs> say that. I am an American. I am not torn. I like Canada. I spend half my year there. I married a girl from Canada, but I'm still an American. I will be cheering for the U.S. I cheer for Canada as long as they're not playing the U.S. So good. they're playing go. the U.S., so therefore, go America. Go ahead. For the troops. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Play, can you play the, the screeching eagle in the background, <laughs> please? Yeah. Oh, God. Darn it. I wish I had that All on right. camera. Uh, we got, we'll, we'll end it with this one if you want to talk about this. There was uh, Rob Hathaway asked for an update on your dad. Oh, thank you. Uh, that's very nice. Uh, yeah, my dad is doing a lot better. My dad's home. Uh, he was discharged from the hospital on Monday. Time has no meaning. Um, he was hospital <laughs> uh, uh, discharged from the hospital on Monday. Doing a lot better. He's going to have a lot of uh, kind of PT and OT just to get his strength back and stuff. But you know, the prognosis is really good, and and things are things are turning in the, in the, the right direction. So I appreciate you know people's prayers and, and and very thoughtful acts and stuff. We really appreciate it. Uh, but he's doing a lot better, and so um, the. Yeah, happy to be home. He uh, he's happy to be sleeping in his own bed. <laughs> uh, I saw him on Wednesday mm-hmm. again. Yeah, I think I ran over there Wednesday and saw him. And um, you know, he's moving slow, as you could probably imagine. If you spend two and a half weeks in a hospital bed, uh, you're moving slow. But uh, but he's getting back to it, and he will uh, hopefully be uh, be fully back up, running around, helping me coach Hank's t-ball uh, in a couple of years. So uh, that'll be uh, that'll be fun. So we pre- I certainly appreciate everybody's everybody's prayers. So that's very nice. That's going to do it for us. Oh, no. Vince Young's trophy's over there. Oh, gosh. That's, uh, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Step, where are you going tonight? Uh, Choctaw Stadium for Choctaw <laughs> Stadium. Hebron and Arlington Martin.
Nice. You and go. you'll be in... Uh, I'll be in Austin, fixing to leave for uh, Trinity and Westlake. And then tomorrow I'll be in Houston. So we're, we're getting the state covered this weekend. Yeah. And I'll be in the Bally Sports Southwest studio, so please watch uh, Football Friday. The debut, the season debut, 7 o'clock tonight. Myself, Aaron Hardigan, C.T. Steckel, and Coach Kim Purcell with four hours of whip around coverage, followed by the annual award-winning high school scoreboard live coming up at 11. So thanks for spending a little, little bit of your day with us. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you tomorrow. No, we won't. We'll see you Monday. No, no we won't. No. We'll see you Tuesday. I'm not coming. <laughs> we'll see you Tuesday on Texas Football Today.